Welcome to Business and Investing with Grant and Charlie, where we are enhancing your complete set of skills to build wealth inside and outside your business. Charlie, I've actually been extremely busy this week. Do you want to know why? Absolutely. So every single year, I get a phone call from Santa and he tells me what is the most requested present from all the business owners. You know what it was this year? I'm dying to know. Join the mailing list. Head over to businessandinvesting.com forward slash newsletter. Put in your details and you can actually get a Christmas present today. You can actually do Santa a favor. It means he doesn't need to put it in your stocking. Now, that was that was not too bad. Let's cue. Oh, that that was one of your better interests. Better interests, Grant. really was. It did take me all week to prepare for that. It's Charlie here from Business and Investing, and I need to let you know that Grant, myself, and the Business and Investing team are in no way, shape, or form qualified to give you personal or specific financial advice. We strongly encourage you seek out and use professionals when you are making investment decisions or comparing investment products. All right, today we've got a guest episode here with Tony Versick, and I'm particularly excited for this one because what I've noticed is that every year we get to this holiday season and it's actually a rather large, we'll call it a time of turmoil for many business owners. Like it can be a very confronting and challenging time and the way I think about it, I'm a bit of a Harry Potter fan. Um, I grew up on them. You'll even see I've got my little Harry Potter mug here. And um, what I always find interesting is that Every time Harry, one of the magical uh, people in the series, has to go and associate with people in what we'll call the real world, non-magical people. The muggles. Absolutely, the muggles. It's very challenging because he he can't relate, right? He's got all these powers and can do all these things and then he goes into the world where people don't operate on that paradigm and it's like it's frustrating for him. You know, he's got to play by a different set of rules and he's got to be this different person and it's not necessarily the most enjoyable experience for him. Now, on my own front, I mean, I'm not even sure if I say this, probably some of my family members tune into this podcast occasionally, but uh, I've got a routine joke I even lay down. It's that, you know, the holidays and Christmas are a great reminder on why I only see certain people once a year. (laughs) (laughs) So welcome to the show, Tony. Uh, it's an Thank absolute you. pleasure to have you here because I know this is an area where, like, on a more personal front, you definitely uh, specialize with working with business owners on that side of things. Mm-hmm. Before we get started, I know you've been on the show before, but can you please give everyone a quick reminder of who you are, what you do, and help you, how you help business owners? Awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. So my name is Tony Versick. I'm the founder of the Empowered Man Movement, and we currently have 104 clients, uh, all business owners, husbands, fathers very specific niche, although what we'll talk about today is specific to any business owner or high-performance human. And basically what we do for these guys is we help them grow their business and make money without sacrificing their health, their marriage, or their work-life balance. So in a nutshell, having it all in your health, wealth, and relationships, being successful in every area, which is challenging to do during the Christmas time because all you want to do is work and make that money and grow the business, and the rest of your family doesn't really get it do they? They're like, why can't you just have fun? You're like, this is fun. I don't want to sit around drinking eggnog. I want to grow my business. It's really fascinating in that way. Never call family members (laughs) muggles, by the way. I've tried and it does not go down well. (laughs) Like, Just put Mm. it out there. If if anyone adopts Charlie's (laughs) analogy, it's like, yeah, my family's just a bunch of muggles because they're not business owners. Don't do it. Just keep that between (laughs) business owners. We're the only ones that will understand. (laughs) 
Yes, yes, I, I'm I agree. still going to do it. I'm absolutely going to do it. <laughs> you, you, you hit a point there, though, right? So, like, for many people who aren't in business, I'm just going to say, and this is a generalization, very generalized, is when they get to the holiday time, they've spent their whole year sacrificing, and their holidays is finally the moment where they get to be them. Mm-hmm. Go, totally. Finally, I get to have a break. <clears throat> and then they make the assumption that's you as well. Mm-hmm. Except as business owners, like, well, for myself, and I will speak for myself here. I, I do what I love. I'm not trying to take a break from anything. I'm actually slightly annoyed I have to take holidays because of the way the world functions. Like, ideally, let's just keep this party rolling. So you can see when we go into this environment, they're treating me like, hey, aren't you excited to have time off? And I'm like, you're the problem. If you didn't want to have time off, we could be doing more of my way. Yeah. So I feel in conflict all the time on this. So, Tony, I'd love to get your opinion on it here. Why do you think so many business owners struggle with the holiday season and even being present with family over the holiday season? There's a number of reasons. I think the first one is we feel like we should be doing more. It's this constant chase for more. It's like more money, more success, more growth, more clients. So a lot of us, myself included, when we get to that holiday season, we don't feel like we've accomplished enough. So we'd rather keep working and achieving than switching off so we just do that. We work. We don't realize it's just a pattern like driving. You know, you know when you're driving and you don't look up for a while and you haven't crashed? It's just a subconscious program. Our program is to work. And it's not like we have an on and off switch. It's not like you can just turn it off. It's, it's constantly on. So instead of just being able to switch off like our family does, for us, it takes a little bit longer. We've got to feel like we've accomplished something. We've got to really have a plan for January 1st, which most business owners don't have. They start their January 1st plan on January 1st, far too late. So we've got all this unresolved stuff, all these fires to put out, all these things we want to achieve, and everyone else is like, cool, let's just chill. You're like, excuse me? How can you possibly do that? Especially if you're driven and, and successful, part of what makes you successful is this constant drive. Think about the word. You're driving, you're going from zero to 100, and then we're expected to go from 100 to zero. And two, two types of ways you can do that. One, we do it. And all we do is just completely switch off, stop all our routines, drink, eat, get fat and be merry, or we struggle to switch off and that's when the conflict begins to occur. Because then your wife or family think that you're being selfish. Ironically enough, we feel the same way about them because they're not honoring what we want. So it's this sort of like double-edged sword. You, you know you should switch off, you know that you should relax, but there's this part of you that doesn't want to. So you've got what you should do and what you want to do and they're in conflict. Then you throw in family and parents and wife into the mix and it's a recipe for disaster for a lot of guys and, and women. Yeah. How, how do you approach the holidays, Grant? Like, are you the type of guy that switches off or are you like, I, do you know what, I, can I put a prediction out there? Right, I reckon you're like a secret workaholic. I reckon you take your laptop everywhere and you're like, oh, God, I just got to go to the bathroom. And you'll be like at the family lunch and just like, hot off, and then you'll be in there just like emailing, you're doing some work, clicking off some tasks. Am I close? I'm, I'm totally a him. secret alcoholic. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, I'm up. I'm up at like four a.m., four thirty. Laptop out, coffee, just smashing out, reading a book, trying to just learn something. The challenge that I've got is I'm always half pregnant when it comes to like the holiday season, and I mean half pregnant in the sense that I try to get the family time in and the holidays in. That, to your point, Tony, I'm supposed to do, but then I also try and get the business working because I actually thoroughly enjoy it. But because I know that society doesn't really, uh, I don't know, support that approach, yeah, I totally try and feed it in when people aren't awake or over lunches when everyone else is like on the couch 
sort of knackered. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to sneak out and maybe have a nap and just be on the computer. Or then at night when everyone else is sort of going to bed or something like that, I'll just be like on the phone reading something or doing something. So to answer your mm. question, I'm, I'm half pregnant. So I do both really shit. Like, <laughs> so it's yeah. like, I don't do one of them good. I just do both horribly wrong. Uh, and Tony, you're probably going to tell me that is the worst thing for a human being to do. I disagree. It's not the worst thing at all. I think it's actually quite intelligent if it's done intentionally. So a lot of the time we do that unintentionally and we tiptoe around being present and then we tiptoe around working. A more effective way to do it, and we've taught all our clients this on December 1st, we're recording this. We've taught all our clients that when it comes to whenever they're switching off December 15th, 21st, they have made it known to their loved ones what they will and won't do. And they don't tell them like, this is, this is how it is. They say, look, is it okay if during this Christmas period, I wake up at 5am, you look after the kids and I work till eight, and then I'm, I'm all yours from eight to 12 and I'm present and I'm committed to being present. And that's the key commitment. When you're present, you've got all five senses in the moment and you start thinking about work and you bring yourself back into the moment and you consciously choose to enjoy it. Because what's the point of having a business or being successful if you can't enjoy life and live in the moment? It's pretty hard to do sometimes. And then you've made it known that you're going to probably work during lunch when everyone else is watching Christmas movies. And you've made it known that the afternoon you're going to open presents. And then you've made it known that in the evening, after you've had dinner together, you'd like to do some emails or whatever. So if you can strategically plan these things that's when it's a lot easier to get through. I think often as business owners, what we do is we're either all in and strategic or we do nothing and there's no strategy and it's just this chaos. So if you can create some order around what you just said and be fully pregnant in both areas, then it's a lot easier to meet everyone's needs, including your own. And a lot of the time as well, one thing we don't do is ask, like ask permission from the people we love. We just assume they understand us. We assume they know that we want to work. Then we work and they're like, why are you working? Well, because that's what I do. So I just simply said to my wife, I'm like, look, we're going to New Zealand for Christmas. Business is growing rapidly. I'm actually working with Charlie on that. And I'd like to keep working. But when I'm not working, I'm with you fully. And she's like, yeah, I understand. No worries. Whereas if I just started doing it like mid road trip to see my father, she'd be like, what are you doing, dickhead? Like, what's your problem? You know? So I think there's, a, there's the best of both worlds here, for sure. I think yeah. we make that our hot tip number one. Yeah. Have a game plan with your significant other. Like yes. speak to those loved ones prior to Christmas coming up and before those like mind reader moments or those like expectations and assumptions have a chance to play out. Mm. Because like that's absolutely what happened to me many years ago. <clears throat> One Christmas I uh, had taken on a project and I think we spoke about it on the last episode we did together. We did. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, I left a Christmas lunch to go run some ads. Hint, hint, if you don't have the conversation like Tony is suggesting here, Probably not going to be a good day. Probably. Yeah. And it's like it could have so easily been avoided if I'd have had that type of conversation before, but I just expect it to be understood. Yes. So I, I really like that point around having a game plan with your loved ones or significant others on what the expectations are and, and finding a middle ground. Like you might actually ask them what they need of that time and then you can make sure you nail that so that in the case, or use me as the example, if let's say, Bianca's got a really important thing around like opening the presents together. Well, I can put extra effort around that or adjust my schedule so that she gets the areas that are important to her. Like we, It doesn't have to be a zero-sum game. Everyone can have this really great experience. Great. And I loved, and I'm going to do hot tip number two here, the idea of having a plan for January. 
Yes. The idea of being progressed ahead so you're not coming into the end of the year in the, into this void. And yes. um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shift topics here a little bit because I'd, I'd love to know some thoughts around it. Good. End of yeah. year, I've really noticed for a lot of people, myself included at times, is that if I haven't had a good year in business for whatever reason, so when I – and I'm going to define that. I set out to do a million dollars in this example and it's come to the end of the year and I, I can, I'm having to embrace the reality that, look, I didn't do a million dollars like I anticipated. It can end up being a bit of a spiral time. Like you can really like beat yourself down, start being really harsh on yourself. And then I've seen business owners like straight on the booze. Yeah. Straight to totally. being depressing and miserable, straight to like suddenly becoming very emotional and like snappy and shitty, tearing other da- others down to make themselves feel better. Yes. So um, have you seen that in other experiences? Maybe yourself, Tony, maybe yeah. in the uh, people you work with. Yeah. But how would you encourage someone uh, work towards that if they're in that situation? Mm. That's a phenomenal question. And I was this guy last year. So I'd achieved a lot. I'd bought four investment properties. I'd scaled my business. I had my daughter. And Christmas came around and I was nowhere near where I wanted to be. I didn't have a vision for 2022. I didn't have the vision for the following year. And I just went into a massive downward spiral. I stopped eating well. I stopped exercising. I started drinking. And when I switched off, I switched off. Like I went from grinding in the business to doing nothing. I just turned it off for three, three weeks. And I was the most emotional, snappy prick you could be around. I made my mother cry. I made my wife cry. I was just like that that annoying guy. And you know you're doing it when you're this person, when you're this grumpy, angry, arrogant person, and you do it anyway. And then you feel all this guilt and the shame. So there's two ways to get around that. One is to acknowledge that it could happen. Like if you've ever been that person and you're listening to this, like acknowledge, oh my God, that's me sometimes, and be at peace with that. You cannot change the past of this year in business. The only time you should go into the past is to reference it for lessons for the future, to be either grateful for what happened, even if it was not what you wanted to achieve, or to go, cool, what can I learn about this year so that I can crush it next year? When you can take those lessons, so we actually have a process at Empowered Man. We ask, what were the lessons? What were the challenges? What went well? What didn't? We have an entire process. I'd be happy to share it with everyone. It's called a quarterly battle plan. So we reflect on the year that was, and we see what's not working and what is, And then a month before the year ends, we actually plan the following quarter with meticulous detail. We have targets for our health, three targets. We have three big rocks for our wealth, three big rocks for our business, and three big rocks for our relationships. There's 12 big rocks. I think my math was right there. We also have three things that we're going to stop doing and three things we're going to start doing or do more of. So it seems like a lot, but over a quarter, it's not. And we basically take these things, schedule them in January, February, March, and we have complete clarity on the quarter ahead. We've taken the lessons and the challenges and use them as as power instead of pain to further next year. So now we're able to switch off because we're like, cool, I have a plan for next year. I'm okay to slow down a little bit. I'm okay to like not lose my shit. Got the plan. We got the past used. And then the final piece of this is we actually don't stop working on ourselves during that break. So every one of our clients has got a plan to wake up at the same time, move their body, do their journaling, get things out of their head before they spend time with family. A mistake I made last year was I dropped all my routines. And if you're a successful business owner, you probably have some routines. So why not have both? Why not have a plan for the next year, reflect on the past, have routines throughout. You can still drink and have fun, 
but you get up on time and you do the right things before you have fun. You delay that gratification. If you can do all those things in tandem, you'll have the best Christmas ever. You'll have the best holiday period ever. Yeah. Is there any um, type of different work you would encourage business owners do over this time? Like I must do mm. it for myself. Again, I'm just everything on myself today. I'll try and shift into something good. else. It's okay. But it, it, for whatever reason, I go reflective, right? I feel yeah. like this is the reflective time of year and it, it just yes. by um, the calendar, the environment, the weather, seeing Christmas lights, I don't know what it is, but it triggers off a reflection period for me. Yes. And um, it may not for everyone else, but is there anything you've seen to be in the type of work you would do differently this type of time of year be evident? Absolutely. Reflection is key and most of us don't do it. If you think about most business owners, even extremely successful ones who make really good money, we're often in the weeds and we're doing. So the entire year is putting out fires, it's stress, it's anxiety, it's pressure. And those are things we thrive off of. That pressure creates diamonds, sometimes literally diamonds with the cash we make. So we, we begin to thrive off this pressure and this stress. The problem with that is it destroys your physiology, it destroys your health, and it can really destroy relationships too. So we get to consciously choose to slow down, to speed up at the end of the year. Like we get to choose to be present with family and we get to choose to reflect, which most of us have not been taught how to do. Keith Cunningham, the art of thinking, is it not? It's how we think. We have not been taught how to think. So the way you think and what we teach in our programs is we sit down and we have thinking time and we simply ask powerful questions undisturbed. So no phone. No technology, no computer, no notifications, presence by yourself, put some nice music on and just write down, what did I learn this year? What went well? What didn't go well? What could I do better? What are some things I could change? I'm just spitting out random questions. We have a list we teach, but you're basically just reflecting on the year. And by the way, we do this daily, weekly and monthly and quarterly in our programs. So you've got all the data from that in one place. But if you've never done this before, you're going to see a lot of stuff come out of you. We have about 80,000 thoughts a day. We're not aware of most of them. You just write all these things down and you, and you take yourself out of the weeds and into this 30,000 foot view. And you're like, oh my God, clarity. Oh my God, I'm slowing down, but I'm going to go faster. And, and that's something most of us don't do. We just drink and be merry. Drink and be merry, but you got to make time to reflect. You can only see so much when you're stuck on a desert island. But if you're at the top of the Empire State Building, you can see the entire city. Does that make sense? So reflection is 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 key here. You got to make time for it. It was it was funny. What was it, Charlie? Last Friday, we got up for dinner with our respective lovely wives, and we had an agenda for the dinner. Which I love was it. Twenty twenty two lessons learned and twenty twenty three goals. And literally, we sat around. We may as well have been sitting around a campfire. And oh, we all you know, I've been debating turns. if we even say this on the podcast. We have like, to. People, you I, 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 I do just, know what I need to let down my attachment of what people think of me. But I'm like, if people hear that we had a dinner party with an agenda and did lessons, learns, and goals for next year, they're going to be like, freaks. Where's my <laughs> invite? That's what I'm I, asking I you. Say, Why was I not there? <laughs> ostracize me more. I could not care less. <laughs> because, uh, But I think this is this is part of that reflection piece because, Charlie, we've, we've had some great wins uh, in 2022, but we've also have, had our own challenges around sort of what we've learned and everything. But it's having the, the camaraderie, the people on your team, the people around you that helps that reflective piece to go, yeah, like identify things that you didn't know yourself. 
And that's why I love having mm. people in the corner, especially like Hazel, my wife, who will sit there and tell me when I do things wrong more often than she tells me the things I do right. But that's good. That's what she's there for. But having that reflective piece with other people as well, I think is one way to make this sort of holiday period even better because you kind of take them on your journey. But you also plan yeah. with them on where they want to get to. They might not be in business, but it's it's their view of the world. I tell you what, that was that actually one of the best dinner parties we've had. I want to make that amazing. a yearly tradition. It was so enjoyable to do that as a group and motivating, right? Mm, I was on a high totally. for days after it in excitement of the next year. Yeah, so totally. very, very powerful that? concept. Can I answer that one real quickly? So a lot of business owners, they separate their personal and business lives from their family. It's not all the time, but it is quite common with the guys we work with. Some of the guys who have worked with us lost 20 kilos, relationships better, businesses doubled. They haven't even told their wife they're doing our program. It's insanity. They're like, she doesn't need to know, right? So I think it's really important to be able to have these conversations with your loved ones, but not force them. If you can you know, give your partner what she needs or he needs during that Christmas break, be present and just say, do you want to know about my year? Can I share some lessons with you and open that doorway of conversation? Second point on this is, if you're not making the money you want to make in your business, if you're stressed or you don't have enough time, if you have any problems or any solutions you want to achieve, then by definition, who you are and what you do is not aligned with where you need to be. Does that make sense? Like, if I'm not making a million dollars in my month in business, I'm either lacking the character traits or the skill sets or the people to make a million dollars a month in business. So that reflection period where you can share it with others or yourself is an opportunity for you to slow down, which most of us struggle with. We're like, how can we go slow? We're business owners. But if you look at it as this hour or this day or this week of slowing down and being intentional reflection, that could make me an extra million dollars next year. If you could invest a week of your time to make an extra million dollars and take back 10 hours a week, would you do it? Of course you would. So if we can reframe the way of thinking about this reflection and sharing it with our loved ones and planning and doing all that, then we're going to be much more likely to do it. Because a lot of us look at it and it's like, why would I, why would I do that? That's why. You know, that, that's yeah. the reason why. Yeah. I love, I love that yeah. point around reframing. So I've got this. I get this challenging situation. So when I first started our business, right, like naturally I went and told everyone, I'm like, Charlie, I'm starting a business. Tony, I'm starting a business. And I got all G'd up and then Christmas rolled around and my loving supporting family is like, hey, how's the business going? And I was like, shit, like no clients, like <clears throat> operations sucked. And I'm like, fucking don't talk what, to me what, about What a business. great Christmas dinner that would be. Dude, it was like, <laughs> I was offended they asked Grinch. me, right? I'm like, just don't ask. Like I've got nothing good to say about it. But then like a year or two later, dude, I was like, great business year, like crushing it, good profits. And then they didn't ask because they saw previously that I was like disgruntled about it. And I was offended yeah. that they didn't ask. And I'm like, well, you didn't ask me <laughs> about my business. What do you mean? I've got all these good things to share. Dude, how do you how do you go through something like that? Like how do I – because how are they meant to understand if I've had a good year and to ask versus a shit year and don't ask me? Yeah, <laughs> it just sounds well, like a grand talking. problem. It sounds like a grand problem for <laughs> it's, sure. It's a common problem though. It's like, it's like we expect – Charlie, you mentioned it earlier, mind reading. We expect yeah. our loved ones to understand why we want to work. We expect them to ask us how we're doing. So Rosie and I had a uh, – we call them love meetings. We do them weekly, a bit cheesy, but – we just ask each other questions. How are you feeling? Was there anything I did that hurt you? We ask questions. And I realize that I'm working hard in my business and everyone tells me they're proud of me. Charlie, you're like, oh, you're doing great, Tony. 
I was like, my wife never asks me how my day's going or tells me she's proud of me. So I asked her, I said, look, is there anything you need? She told me what she needed. And I said, it would be really nice if it seemed like you cared. She took a lot of offense to that. I was like, I don't mean that you don't care. It just, if you just say, ask, how's your day going? How was business today? A few days ago, she's like, I'm proud of you. And my heart just went into my like throat. And then later that day, she's like, you're a weapon. And I was like, babe, like, you're the best. But I had to ask I, I for that. I can see you get excited even as you recall the memory. Yeah, yeah. I was words of affirmation. <laughs> I'm a big words of affirmation guy. Tell me that I'm doing well. Don't get me any gifts. But the point is that uh, I, I get to do the same for her during Christmas and I get to ask her what she wants from me. She wants presents. She wants me to be off my phone. We don't ask these things. So in the case of no one asking you, you're like, do you guys mind if I share with you the improvements I had in my business? We don't do that. We just sit there being offended, hands on hips, and we're like, no one cares. It's like, man, we, we create these silos and prisons for ourselves as business owners. How could anyone understand unless we communicate about it? You know, how could they understand? Now, Tony, I want to come yeah. back and talk about these love meetings. I want to unpack that a little bit <laughs> okay. more. But before we do, yeah. Grant, I feel like you should do Christmas the way you do life. I feel like you should send an agenda, a corporate <laughs> agenda to your entire family, yep. a timeline, maybe some sort of brochure. Let yep. them know how the event is going to unfold. And that's Coffee where breaks. you can put in the you do? Yeah, absolutely you do? bathroom yep. breaks, speaker yep. highlights, some sort of keynote. Guest speakers. <laughs> let me, all of it. Let me, let it should me be a corporate event. I'll paint this picture for you, Charlie. There was Go one year. Imagine that I was a warrior and I'd gone out and I'd just slayed a whole heap of people. I literally walked into Christmas holding up like 20 scalps going, let's look at my scalps. <laughs> and I just I love forced everyone to consume what I wanted to tell them because I'm like, I'm not going to wait for you to ask. I'm just going to tell you all and you can do with with that information whatever you want to do with that information. <laughs> was it? That sounds was like a great Christmas. idea. Yeah, <laughs> the blood everywhere. It was phenomenal. Just like, this is how yeah. I won the year. I will say I have found it a very helpful construct to apply business principles that I do understand to my personal life. Yes. All right, so Bianca and I, which we've spoken about on the podcast before, is like we have a weekly meeting like I would have a weekly meeting with my team in business. So we would go through the same thing and it gets us on the same page for the week and sets us up in a very powerful way. We also do our finances in the home like we do our finances in the business. And again, because it's a common ground where I can grasp the concepts easily and so can Bianca because she comes from business world, where it's like excellent for our communication. But I hadn't heard of um, what I believe you called, uh, was it love meetings? Yeah. Yeah. It's something so, we created about a year ago in our business for, for our clients. Yeah. Can you tell me more about these? And what I want to be specific here is like, mm. how often do you do them? Mm -hmm. How do you structure them or what are the key finding from them? And then mm -hmm. even more to the point is like what kind of outcomes have you been able to derive for them? Because mm -hmm. like I love the way you just showed up there, you know, pun mm -hmm. intended, love meetings and then Tony's like, you know, she said I, I did well and she's proud of me and I'm like I I'm up and about because I think um, for myself and many business owners, having a cheerleader in our corner and hearing those things would be amazing but they've yeah. probably never asked or spoken about it. No, we just expect it, just like they expect us to help with the kids. And it's it's this expectation game which destroys relationships. When you have an expectation, you're set up for disappointment because people won't meet your expectations. But what you can do is ask for your desires. So love meetings are, there's a, this could be another podcast in itself, but it's a weekly meeting that we do with our partner. You can do them with anyone. You can do them with anyone you care about. And you ask a number of questions. I'll read them out to you. Um, first question we ask is, are you feeling loved? Yes or no? It's a simple yes or no. 
Are you feeling supported? Are you feeling appreciated? Are you feeling respected? Loved, supported, appreciated, respected. If any of those things are lacking in a relationship, doesn't matter how much money your business makes, things will not last. The majority of our clients make multiple seven figures a year. I've got 104 of them currently. Most of them, their relationships are falling apart. So the reason they fall apart is because we don't get to know each other and we stop communicating. The extent of our communication is grunting, how's your day, fine, sitting on opposite ends of the couch. And then Christmas comes along, you're supposed to be jolly and you're a grumpy prick and that, that year's gone now. You've, you have to start again. So are you feeling loved, appreciated, respected and supported? And then on top of that is how can I make you feel more of those things? Now it's also really important to note, no one can make you feel anything. There's no puppet in your head. We can only influence people. It's a very important distinction. We actually added some new questions last week. Are you feeling secure in our relationship right now? And do you have examples of why slash why not? Do you have any unresolved hurts or moments of disconnection that we should talk about? Often we get upset at each other and we don't say anything and it builds up and festers. If you've ever been, gone through a business day after an argument and you're thinking about it all day and it's just building up and you just want it to be resolved. So do you have any unresolved hurts or moments of disconnection that we should talk about? Are you happy with our expressions of physical intimacy this week? What do you want more or less of? Intimacy is a big piece of a relationship. Some of our clients haven't had sex in one, two, three months. That's madness to me. Like it's a very important part of a relationship. Are there moments this week that turned you away from vulnerability or transparency? How come and how can we improve that? And in what ways can I show up for you this week that would let you know that I care? This process takes about 10 minutes both ways. So we ask those questions. I personally, and I get my clients to track it with that quarterly battle plan I talked about for planning the, the year. We have these targets and we track what was said in each meeting. So now we have data points. And the next week, if it hasn't been delivered upon, we can address why or why not. So it's quite methodical. And a lot of people are like, that's way too much work. If you put 5% of the time you put into your business, into your relationship, how would it look, you know? So it's, it's 10 minutes a week. It's very powerful. Um, sometimes my wife and I miss it. Almost always when that happens, there is some sort of drama because we're disconnected. This creates connection. Communication is the key to connection, right? So it's quite methodical. Happy to send you guys like a PDF or a doc to share with the guys uh, listening. Well, I was just going to yeah. uh, mention it. Tony, if you do have these resources available, we'd love to get a link from you and sure. we'll put it in the show notes of this episode so people can come and grab those resources. So just to recap Absolutely. on that is we've got our love meeting agenda and, and maybe send me one to preview. I don't need it at all, sure. but it's like, if you could send it to me just to check. Yeah. Know, just in case, just, you know, to share case. with other people and a friend called Vali. I've, I've got someone in mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Brilliant. I would appreciate that massively. Um, yeah, and then we've sure. also got the battle plan one, which I think is really yeah, cool, cool as well. So both of them for anyone listening who does want a copy, we'll put a link in the show notes because um, mm -hmm. we're a big fan of what Tony does. And I think if, just these two things. Actually, mm. there's three. I'm going to do three. Mm -hmm. If someone had a conversation with their loved ones and significant other about what's coming up over Christmas, mm -hmm. they did. They also did their battle plan for uh, coming into the new year. Mm -hmm. And then thirdly, they implemented uh, these love meetings or a yes. version of that. Even if it's not all of that, just some of this in some way, I can see someone having a very, very different December, end of year and even January, probably life, on those three alone. 
Agreed. I really can. So some really powerful concepts in there. So massive thanks for sharing them and uh, not being a dick like some people. It's like, no, 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 I've got to put it behind a paywall before I give any value. Nah, we'll give everything away for free. Value value creates customers. So if you're trying to sell shit without creating value, you're, you're running the wrong business. It's yeah. like we want to help people have an amazing business, you guys as well, while also having a great relationship and being healthy. I mean, you can have all three of those things, but I most people I feel like don't. we should send this clip to the AFR grant. No, because that would be logical. (laughs) Yeah, that that would make sense, right? No pun intended. Yeah. I I do want to cover one more topic before we wrap this one up because I'm very, very, very getting ready. And you mentioned I probably, even in the way I framed up this podcast about uh, magical people and non-magical people, one of the things that I have been very challenged at in the past, which I've, I've since done a lot of work on, is that when we go into this holiday period, often we place ourselves into environments with people that we wouldn't normally hang around due to many reasons. One of which in my case is I've got some negative Nancys in my family. I have uh, will really look at it. To every solution, they will find a problem. To every uh, light, they will find a dark. And for many years, like I have since found a way to appreciate and love them for who they are and all the things that come from it. But I, I used to really struggle with it. I, I would leave the room. We'd be talking about things to uh, we'd want to do in the following year, and I'll give you an example. Oh, I'd love to go on a holiday to Thailand. They'd be like, "Oh, you know, so many people die in Thailand when they're on holiday." <laughs> so, okay, did I want? I want to come to your Christmas parties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you seen Hazos? Have you ever seen the show Hazos? No. no. Have, have a little look at that. It's like you know what I would consider some of my family uh, catch ups like. But uh, anyway, moving on from that. For the people out there and the business owners that do have potentially challenging family members, friends, friends of friends, or where they're going to be placed into environments where they're going to be people where their mindset, frame, everything may be compromised um, or challenged, I should really say, mm-hmm. is there any tools, strategies, or ideas you've been able to implement successfully that could help get someone through that and not live in deep fear that if they go on a holiday to Thailand, they might die on a was it one of those uh, sailing boat accidents that happened over there <laughs> or hanging out with Chappelle Corby? Yeah. You know, like- and and yeah, avoidance is answer, not an answer. Yeah, I don't think that's the – I think just get a hit, man. Yeah, they're, they're not too expensive these <laughs> they're days. They're done. Write them off. <laughs> don't I'm worry, just kidding. Charlie, we've got a PDF. You can download it. How yeah, to get the hit, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, that is that is behind a paywall, but it's cheap. No, I'm kidding. So, so- if, if I Wait, just to be clear, if I printed out a PDF <laughs> and said, look – um, to my uncle, we're doing this battle plan. I'm not letting you be negative. You're like, do you know how many trees you just took down printing that off? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend it. I think I think the answer is very simple, and that's that people are set in their ways, and unfortunately, so are we at, at times, and it's a matter of who gets to be the most open-minded. Often when our family members, who we cannot choose, by the way, we choose friends, we don't choose family, Often they have good intentions. They just don't know how to express themselves in a powerful way, which is probably why they're not successful business owners and they work at Bunnings selling snags or whatever your family may or may not do. Tony's got extended so, family that relates, Charlie. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So it's, it's, it's all about intention, right? Like it, my mother does this. She'll, she'll be like, yeah, did you hear about this horrible thing on the news? And I'm like, I don't listen to the news. She's like, oh, you're so ignorant to the world. And I'm like, no, I'm just not wanting to fuel myself with negativity. But I, I used to judge her for this and I used to really let it trigger me until I realized her intentions are pure 
And whether I like it or not, she's why I'm here. So I might as well be patient, which is fucking hard, and just listen and grin, grin and smile and go, no worries, thanks for your feedback, instead of trying to change them or argue with them. Another thing as well that we teach is triggers and control. So as a human, there are four things you can really control. Thoughts, feelings, actions, reactions. I think we covered this last time. You cannot control anyone or anything outside of yourself. You can only influence it, right? So I can't control the weather. I can't control my wife. I can influence her. So it becomes this really fun game. If you have these negative people, try and see how you can plant seeds to influence them. So it's like, yeah, you could die in Thailand. It's like, yeah, I could, you know? Hopefully I won't though. Hey, have you um, heard about that cool thing? It's, it's a terrible example, but you're just trying to like take what they say and redirect it into something more positive. And that's coming from a place of love. And as a business owner, we like to fix things. We like to grow and build things. So without telling them what to do, we can sort of like play a game with them, make it more fun and try and like guide them in a more positive direction. Probably won't work because they're set in their ways. But then we go, cool, I'm in control of my triggers. I'm not going to allow this to affect my thoughts, my feelings, my actions or reactions. I'm going to respond calmly. I'm not going to let this fuck up my day because I'm in that's, control. That's it a better a game, approach than I do. You know? Yeah, or you could just in. kill them. You know? <laughs> no, no, I just lead in. I'm saying, no way, people die in Thailand? Tell me yeah. more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> how like many How match. many do you know? Yeah, Dude, dude, I just, dude yeah. I'm pouring you folks on that fire. What yeah, about you, Bali? I have to share this yeah. story. All right, yeah. so... This is many years ago after a family event. I was like, I came to the conclusion, I'm like, if my uh, loved ones just did some personal development, we could really have some very different uh, experiences. So, mm. again, my intention to change people, not a great place to start. Let's yeah. frame that right there. I'm like, what if I just like gave them a Tony Robbins CD or put one in their <sighs> mailbox or like trying to help people go on this journey that I've gone on because it's been so helpful for me. Like my mm. life's so different because of the work I've been able to do. If I could, you know, just point him in that direction a little bit. Mm-hmm. I actually did give some family members some things that have been helpful to me and I, I will uh, expecting. So again, dangerous thing again. I'm like, awesome, maybe they'll listen to it and it'll change. So first off, if you give someone a personal development CD, it's like giving a, a family member soap. It's mm-hmm. like offensive. It's like you think I need to work on myself. Mm-hmm. For others, they listen to it and then it's like they then thought I was crazy. Right. So their interpretation of it was very different to mine. And then for the select one or two, they were they were okay. Mm-hmm. But overall, what a terrible idea. And I look back and just laugh on myself with thinking <laughs> that if I could if I could just get my family to do some personal development work, that everything would change. Yeah. You have to be subtle. You have to be subtle. My mother's been in hospital like 10 times this year. She's relatively unhealthy. She's quite overweight. She doesn't look after her health. And I talked to her the other day and I said, have you started exercising? She's like, (laughs) no. And in the past I would have been like, are you serious? Like get your shit together. Whereas now I'm like, cool, no worries, mom. You know, when you're ready, you're ready. And it's like, you can't try and change someone. You can, but it's like running through a brick wall head first. It doesn't work too well. You might make it through or you might be concussed. So you might as well just accept that and try and just support people from a place of love and don't throw CDs at their head. You know what I mean? That doesn't work too well. Yeah. <laughs> but you've learned that I think lesson. this sums up the time, yeah. right? I literally yeah. burnt the CDs, right? There was nice. CD burners. Computers had CD drives at this point here. Mm. Uh, not the, illegal at all. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> uh, hey, Tony. The biggest hey, Tony insight Roberts. I had from Tony. that experience, though, is like, to your point, is like the superpower is being able to change yourself. 
Yes. Done. It's like if mm. you're trying to externally change things, it's like it, it's just a game that cannot and should not even be attempted to be won. The real yep. game is within us. Yep. Now I'm going to wrap this one up because uh, I think this has been a really powerful and exciting episode and packed with value in itself. Thank you so much for coming on the show again, Tony. Uh, I know you're already one of our fan favorites. I received many messages after the last time you were on the show. So you big, big thank you. So before we wrap it up, though, where can people come and find more about you? I know you've got a podcast as well. We'd love yep. to send them across. So give us the details. Yeah, two best places are the Empowered Man podcast. We're on YouTube, Anchor, Spotify, iTunes. We're everywhere. Just the Empowered Man podcast. Just Google it. And the other place is EliteBusinessMan.com, E-L-I-T-E, Businessman.com. We have an awesome 18-minute documentary there. And there's even a form below to apply for a call with our coaching team. It'll probably be with me personally. And um, we can sort of create a game plan for you on how you can have it all in health, wealth, and relationships. So, yeah, those are the two best places. Awesome. Thank you once again. Awesome. And Grant, you did all right as well. Not bad. Yes. <laughs> he did great. Did. I'm, I'm yeah, a participation ribbon. A little Grant blue ribbon that says yeah. participant. That's all I want. Well, I'll tell you, Hello. my favorite part was your like closet workaholicism. That was mm. my favorite part. And then runner-up was the intro. The intro was pretty good. Yeah. So as a reminder, if you're not already, join the email list. Mm. See, I, I put a you story do, in. I'll take you it. You can do marketing, Charlie. I knew it. At, at some point, we'll get you out there. Uh, head over to businessandinvesting.com forward slash newsletter. That's what you forgot. Thank you very much, Tony, for joining us. And we catch you on the next episode of Business and Investing.